Thomas Andrew Dorsey was born in Georgia in 1899. His father was a Baptist preacher and his mother was a piano teacher. Now, Thomas went on to be known as the father of black gospel music. One of the traits of his music is that he combined African-American church hymns with blues and jazz. Now, in 1932, when Dorsey was 32 years old, he had been recently married to a woman named Nettie. And Nettie and him were living in an apartment on the south side of Chicago. And Nettie was pregnant with their first child. In August, he went to St. Louis. And he was going to be the featured soloist at a large church revival meeting. At the time, Dorsey said he really didn't want to go. His wife, Nettie, was in the last months of her pregnancy with their first child. But there were a lot of people who were expecting him in St. Louis. So he went. And it was very hot that day in St. Louis. And the crowd was calling Dorsey to do a, another song, an encore, then another encore. And then he finished his set. And he sat down. And at the time, there weren't really cell phones back in 1932. But a messenger boy from Western Union's Telegram came up to him and gave him an envelope. And Dorsey said what was inside of the envelope was a yellow sheet. And on that yellow sheet, it read, your wife just died. And Dorsey went back home immediately to Chicago. And he found out that his wife, Nettie, had given birth to a baby boy. And at the time, Dorsey was both struck with grief and happy. Grief for the loss of his wife, but joy at the birth of his son. But later on that night, he found out that his baby also had passed away. He buried his wife and their son in the same casket. Then Dorsey said that he just fell apart. The grief really caught up with him. And for many days, he, he, he held himself he closed himself off from the rest of the world, and he felt, he said in an interview many years later, that he felt God had done him an injustice. And he said, I don't want to go back and serve God anymore. In fact, I don't want to write gospel songs anymore. I just want to go back to the jazz world I once knew so well. But at this time, he said that he was really lost in his grief, <clears throat> and, but everybody around him was kind. Then a friend of his named Professor Fry. He said in an interview later that his friend, Professor Fry, seemed to know what he needed. So what the professor did, on a Saturday evening, he took Dorsey to Malone's College. It was a neighborhood music school. And he allowed Dorsey to go inside and gave him a room left him by himself with the piano. And on that piano, Dorsey said that he could see the sun coming through the windows. The windows were curtained at the time, but the sun was creeping through those curtain windows. Dorsey sat down at the piano, began to just look at the keys. 
And at the time, he said it was very quiet. But he said for the first time in a long time, he sat at the piano and he used his fingers to go over the keys. Then he said that he felt at peace. Just having what he said was a personal revival. And he thought he could reach out at that moment and touch God. And he found himself playing a melody, a melody that he had never heard or played before. And then these words came to him and they all just seemed to fall into place. His words were, take my hand, precious Lord. Welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience. My name is Stephen Thompson and this is my experience. I use history and music to make connections with the goal of informing and educating, inspiring others to go out and live, serve, and love others around them. And hopefully together we can do our part in making our world just our part of the world, a little bit better. Take My Hand, Precious Lord, was written by Thomas Andrew Dorsey after the death of his wife and son in 1932. And in fact, Precious Lord went to go on to be one of the greatest gospel songs of all time. In fact, it was inducted into the Christian Music Hall of Fame in 2007, it was included in the list of songs of the century by the Recording Industries Association of America and National Endowment of the Arts. In fact, in 2012, Mahalia Jackson's recording of Precious Lord, Take My Hand was honored with the Grammy Hall of Fame Award. In fact, this song was published in more than 40 languages. Some of the well-known artists to record it Al Green, Elvis Presley, Nina Simone, Aretha Franklin, and the most famous version of Precious Lord was recorded by Mahalia Jackson. And that version of Precious Lord and the song Precious Lord was also Martin Luther King's Jr.'s personal favorite. And as we in America celebrate MLK Day on Monday, just wanted to use this episode to talk about the song Precious Lord, which was MLK's favorite song. In fact, he would often invite Mahalia Jackson to sing Precious Lord at his rallies to inspire the crowds. In fact, before he died, he sassed Mahalia Jackson to sing this song at his funeral. And in April of 1968, the day that MLK died, Ben Branch, a jazz musician, was on the balcony with MLK. And just moments before MLK was assassinated, MLK turned to Ben Branch and said several times, Ben, make sure you play Take My Hand, Precious Lord, in the meeting tonight, because they were going to a meeting. That was the plan. Ben said that MLK said this multiple times. Ben, make sure you play Take My Hand, Precious Lord, in the meeting tonight. Play it real pretty. And then MLK was assassinated. Let me tell you a few of the lyrics of the song. Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on, let me stand. I am tired. I am weak. I am warm. Through the storm. Through the night, lead me on, 
to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord. Lead me home. You know, there's lessons that we can learn from this song. Number one, experiencing and expressing grief or loss isn't being negative. The second lesson is creativity is a form of mourning, not a form of toxic positivity. Number three, your pain expressed is a form of service. Perhaps the expression of a challenging situation can give someone else the strength or a push to carry on. And we saw that in the case of Mr. Dorsey. You see, he said it in these lyrics. And if you think about it right now, in this moment in history, in this moment of time, a lot of people are working towards change. And that is hard work. And it, it, at times, it's unrewarded. You can be criticized. You can be mocked. You can be persecuted. But in the end, the right thing to do is the right thing to do. But also, when you look through these lyrics, we can all relate. Tired being weak, being worn, talking about storms, talking about the night. But in all of that, what is the response? Dorsey's words were to take the hand of something precious. And to him, it was the hand of the Lord was precious to him. And finding your way to the light. You see, in possibly the worst moment of Dorsey's life, losing his wife, losing his son in complete and total darkness. His words were to find the way to the light. And that is the charge for MLK Day is to take someone's hand or be a person who extends their hands for others. You see, if you're down, look for someone to help you and if you're healthy, look to help someone. So out of grief and out of pain can come remarkable acts of courage. You know, we're not thankful for the trials and the hard times specifically, but we are thankful that we have the strength to move through them. And that is the lesson. The lesson is to, in the darkness, in the challenging times, to look for the light and to find someone to help you find the light if you can't find it yourself, or if you can, to be a person who guides others through it. Thank you for listening to the Stephen Thompson Experience, and welcome to 2022. I'm a podcaster, an educator, and an author. I am the author of two books, Aquafuncapus and the Macrocosm of Mayhem, and Up the Nose and Back Out Again, Fall in Love, Save the World. Both are available on Amazon, in Kindle, and in paperback. So check both of them out on my website, which is called the Stephen Thompson Experience, and come back next week for another podcast episode. And guess what? I'm going to be putting together a weekly YouTube series to give you a peek behind the scenes as I work on writing my next book, Aquafuncapus and the Showdown with Satan. Thank you so much for listening to Stephen Thompson Experience. Have a great day. Have a great week. Talk to you next time. Goodbye.